today we kick off our new theme, and it is called Gifted. Gifted. Turn to your neighbor and say, are you gifted? Are you gifted? And then answer for them and say, yes, you are gifted. Because you know what gifted is defined? Having exceptional talent. Gifted defined having exceptional talent or just an awesome, amazing natural ability. So now, instead of asking your neighbor, are you gifted, say, you are gifted, neighbor. You are gifted. It's our new theme that we kick off today, gifted. If you have your Bibles, we're going to go 1 Corinthians chapter 12, starting in verse 4. Gifted. My title today is called Lifesaver. And I want you to turn and ask your neighbor, are you a lifesaver? 1 Corinthians 12, 4 says this. There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. Verse 7. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so that we can help each other. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. Verse 8, to one person the Spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. To another the same Spirit gives a message of special knowledge. The same Spirit gives great faith to another. And to someone else the one Spirit gives the gift of healing. Verse 10, he gives one person the power to perform miracles and another the ability to prophesy. He gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the Spirit of God or from another spirit. Still another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages, while another is given the ability to interpret what is being said. It is the one and only Spirit who distributes all these gifts, and He alone decides which gift each person should have. There are so many gifts of the Spirit. And so as you start to, you know, put the framework in your mind, you know that this morning our title and our theme, our new theme is Gifted, which we just read 1 Corinthians 12, was talking about spiritual gifts. There's so many different spiritual gifts. Wisdom, understanding, counsel, mighty power, fortitude, knowledge, devotion, fear of the Lord, prophecy, serving, teaching, exhortation, giving, leadership, mercy, words of wisdom, the word of knowledge, the gift of faith, the gift of healing, miracles, distinguishing between spirits, the gift of tongues, and the gift of the interpretation of tongues. There's apostles, there's teachers, there's prophets, administration, evangelists, shepherds, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Acts 1.8, one of the greatest verses ever. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and then you will be my witness, telling people about me everywhere. Joel 2.28, after doing all these things, I will pour out my Spirit upon all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy, your men will dream dreams, and your young men will see visions. In those days, I will pour out my Spirit even on all, men and women alike. And so we dive into this new thing called gift did. Gift did. Gift did. There are so many different 
spiritual gifts this morning. Just like there are so many physical talents and gifts and abilities that have been placed inside of us. To some of us this morning, God has given us the ability to be strong and physical. There are people who are just athletic and they are better than some of us who are non-athletic people, right? And sometimes, unfortunately, you can just look at somebody and say, yep, they're athletic or they're not, right? To some, now this is one of the greatest gifts ever, God's given the ability to eat really well. And so we can tell sometimes those who like to eat. Just kidding, that's not a gift. We need to eat. Having exceptional talent or the natural ability to be gifted. And this morning, all of you are gifted. But the question is, do you see the gift that God has given you? You are gifted. You are gifted, you are talented, and in yourself and at this point in your life, you have learned physically, physically, some of the gifts that you have physically. And physically, it's important to know how good we are at different things. But more important than being physically gifted, are you spiritually gifted, and are you moving in the gift that our Heavenly Father has given to each and every one of us? All gifts are from God, given by His Holy Spirit. So many different gifts for one reason, for the purpose to serve God alone. That's it. Given by God to serve God, not for ourselves, but to help each other. Apostle Paul, one of the greatest verses in there, he says, our gift, it's not for me. The gift, it's not for you. Our gift is for one another. Now, when we're given gifts and our physical talent this morning, many of us, how many of us, as we look around the world, let's be honest, we look on social media, we look on different sites, how many people are praising and boasting their own gifts? Physically, people today, they boast and praise in themselves, taking credit and wanting credit for this physical talent that they have. But spiritually, the gift that God gives you, it is not for you, it's not for me, it's for each other. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's for you. But no matter how physically gifted we are this morning, it's never satisfied. No matter how physically talented you are, it will never satisfy you. Can it get you a job? Sure. Can it get you a man? Sure. Can it get you a girl? Yeah, maybe. Right? No matter how physically talented and gifted you are, you will never be fully satisfied, fully happy, unless you are moving in the gift that comes from above. And so as we dive into our theme, Gifted, we're going to be looking at different spiritual gifts. We're going to be asking through this theme, God, develop my spiritual gift. God, develop me. Stir inside of me the gift that you have placed inside of me. God, fill me again with your Holy Spirit, with this power that I hear about, with the power that I read about. God, fill me that I may prophesy, that I may teach, preach, that I may encourage, that I may give, that I may move fully in the Spirit in every spiritual gift, God, that you want to give to me. But before we do, and before we get to the gifts of the Spirit, which is going to be down the line a little bit, I want to start with a different kind of verse this morning. So turn to your neighbor and say, ah, it's a different kind of verse, huh? This is going to be a little confusing, I hope, this morning as we get into this next part of our text. Genesis 2.18. It's not good, the Lord God said, for man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. 
So the Lord God formed from the ground all the wild animals, all the birds of the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And the man chose a name for each one. He gave names to all the livestock, all the birds of the sky, all the wild animals. But still, there was no helper just right for him. Boo-hoo. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while the man slept, the Lord God took out one of the man's ribs, closed up the opening. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib, and he brought her to the man. At last. Wow. The man, he's excited, exclaimed, this is one, this woman, bone from my bone, flesh from my flesh. She will be called woman because she was taken from man. This explains why a man leaves his father and mother, is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. The man and his wife were naked, but they felt no shame. And so at the beginning of our text this morning, first thing it says, and this is God speaking, it's not good for man to be alone. God is correct. It is not good for us to be alone. If What happens to people when we're alone? You get a higher stress level, Elevated heart rate, elevated blood pressure, elevated sugar levels, it affects your mental health, depression, anxiety, sleep problems. You start to isolate yourself more from people, not being able to do anything. God said in the very beginning of this text, it's not good to be alone. What happens to lonely people? More stressed, elevated heart rate, Elevated blood pressure, elevated sugar levels, elevated mental health issues, sleep problems, isolation, and not being able to get things done. And so when God said, it's not good for man to be alone, not good for us to be al alone, you know what he was saying? He's right. God is correct. It absolutely is not good for us to be alone. You know, we as people, we have basic needs. Food, water, air, shelter, sleep. Basic needs that humans, God designed humans with basic needs this morning. Basic. Because sometimes being basic is the best way to be. People make life too confusing sometimes. Food, water, air, shelter, sleep. But how many of us know, no matter how any one of us this morning are basic, there is so many deep levels to us sweet people. There are so many deep, interesting, intriguing levels. Though, though our basic needs are food, water, air, shelter, and sleep, our existence as people, none of those things, they make us happy for a little while. A delicious, a delicious cut of ribeye cooked just perfectly, maybe with some grilled onions and mushrooms on top. A beautiful filet mignon, if you like filet mignon, tender, juicy, a little demi-glaze on top. Roasted red gold potatoes with rosemary on the side, right? It's good. And it feels good in the minute. But all of our basic needs, they only fulfill for a short time. We are created very uniquely. And as you look in the mirror, this is why there are so many different religions. Because people know, I am built different. There's something different about me. There's something that goes deeper. And our deepest needs are love, acceptance, to grow as a person, 
to feel like I belong, connected, to understand and to be understood, to participate in life, to identify with someone or something, to feel like I have purpose or significance. Here is one of the greatest things while we know as people, we did not come from monkeys, we did not come from slime, two worlds did not collide and here we are. We are basic and complex. And honestly this morning, let's be honest, we can be really complex at times. Love, acceptance, growth, belonging, connected, to understand, to be understood, to participate in life, to be identified with someone or something, to have a purpose, a significance. Some of the top-selling books ever in the world are what? People looking for purpose. Purpose. What's your purpose this morning? What is the main reason God has put you on this earth? Not mom and dad, though we know they played a part. What is the purpose? the main thing that flows through your veins. This is the number one thing in life that can only truly satisfy and meet you is the purpose that God has given to you. We are unique. I love how God in this story, he brings all the animals to Adam and then he asks him to name each one. Can you imagine? There wasn't like 10, 20 animals. There was thousands because there are thousands and hundreds of thousands of different animals, insects, birds, whales, all these different things. God brings all these animals to Adam and he says, I want you to name each and every one of them. And a name to Jewish people. It's not just given by random or chance. A name means this is your identity. This is essential to your nature. This is the function of life that you were given. Given. This is your destiny. So as Adam looked at every single animal, this is what he's thinking. This is your identity. This is your nature. This is your function. This is your destiny. And Adam, he's such a smart man. Turn to, turn to your neighbor and say, Adam is so smart. He is so smart. You know why he's so smart? After he named all the animals, you know what he realized? There's nobody like me. He looked at all the dinosaurs. He looked at all the birds. He looked at every single thing that he named, and he said, man, I'm the only one who looks like this. I mean, he knew he was handsome, right? But he's like, man, there's nothing. There's no one that looks like me at all. I'm all, I'm all alone. And God did it for a reason. He wanted Adam to see the need that he already knew that he had. Because the beginning part of the text, it says, it's not good for man to be alone. And then what did he do? He gave a job to Adam so that he can see the need that was within himself. And Adam needed to see this need that there was no one. There was no companion. There was no friend. There was nothing on the earth that was like him. And as soon as Adam realized this, it says that God knocked him out. He knocked him out because good thing, because men don't like pain. And he knocked him out. 
And it says, God yanked a rib out of his side, and then he closed him back up. And I have to imagine, you know, when he started to wake up, he had to be feeling something. I'm sure if you get a rib just yanked out of your system, it's not just let's jump up and let's go do jumping jacks, right? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking he was feeling something. And maybe he's a little irritated. I don't know if you've ever been around a guy in pain. It could be some frustration. Could be some stress, could be some choice words, right? But the minute that he sees this girl, he's like, whoo, baby, it all over, right? He is excited now. He is happy. And every painful thought and every word that he was about to say, it just disappeared. And he's like, wow, you are a woman. Dang, God, you got it right. Notice Adam didn't find love on his own, but God brought love to him. Adam went out. He didn't have to go out to the bars. You can find a lot of drunk people at the bars and find, you can find something, but I don't encourage it. Adam didn't travel the world, and he could have. He recognized the need, and who was it who met the need? God. We have so many needs, but you know what? We try to meet every one of our needs. And you know what? We don't get it right. In this, one of our biggest needs in life, Adam could not get or find on his own. It was God who brought it to him. Some of the things that we look for as people and some of the things that we're looking for this morning, we're looking, we're searching when God's saying, man, if you could just be patient, I'll bring it to you. I will bring it to you, and I will deliver it to you. And Adam and Caesar, he says, for this purpose, a man and a woman should leave everything all behind, join, unite in marriage, and become one. So this morning, you might be asking yourself, I thought we were talking about spiritual gifts. So why, why are we going, you know, Adam and Eve and all this other crazy stuff, spiritual gifts? And we say it for this reason here, and I'm glad you asked. 1 Corinthians 12, 12, it says, The human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one body. So it is with the body of Christ. Some of us are Jews, some of us are non-Jews, Gentiles. Some are slaves, some are free, but we've all been baptized into one body, one spirit, and we all share the same spirit. Yes, the body has many different parts. And so this morning is now we tie in kind of our beginning text that we're spiritually gifted. They all come from God, from above. He is the giver of gifts. And then we think about Adam and Eve for a second and being alone and finding this wonderful, precious gift in this helper to understand life is physical and spiritual. Many of us this morning, we're still trying to do it the physical way. When you are so spiritually gifted and talented above and beyond the measure that you think you are, but you cannot do it on your own. It's the Holy Spirit alone and his power and his anointing. In this text of Adam and Eve, we saw that there was a need. And this morning, all of us in here, we have the same need that Adam had. We're looking for love, we're looking for acceptance, we're looking for connection, we're looking to belong, we're looking to participate. We are looking through all those long lists, same things as Adam this morning. We in here are still needing and wanting the same things. 
And how many of us have spent time, years, seconds, minutes trying to meet every one of our needs? Physically. And God is saying, man, you are wasting so much time. If you would just come to me and be patient, I would have met your needs. Life is physical and life is spiritual. And as Adam realized he has a need this morning, I want you to see that just like I, just like Adam, just like you, you have a need. And the need is to move and to be the person that God made you to be. This is the greatest thing in life. There is nothing greater than knowing the calling, the purpose, the anointing which God has given to you. If our physical world wants to try to dominate the spiritual world that God has placed us in, we will never be happy, we will never be satisfied, and it will not be right. We have a need, and that need can only be met by God. Because our beginning text, it said, who is the giver of gifts? God. Who is the source? The Holy Spirit. So many different gifts. But there's one source for those gifts, and it is Him alone. This morning, you have a need. I have a need. And it is to be gifted. And the thing is, we are gifted, but many of us don't move in that gifting. That we don't move in the gifting that He's already given to us this morning. Paul says in Ephesians, the responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work, to build up the church, the body of Christ, continue till we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of our God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 7. Different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit is the source of them all. Different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so that we can what? We can help each other. So with that this morning, I got two things that I want to use as a visual this morning. You can get your bag ready. Daniel, come here real quick. I'm going to use you. Help me with my, my thing up here. Now, how many of us understand what this is right here? This is what? It's a light. It's a lamp, right? Daniel, why don't you try and turn that on for me real quick? Ah. Ah. What? It's not turning on. You know why? Because it's not connected to the power source. Many of us this morning, that's where we find ourselves. We're trying so hard, but we're not connected to him. Adam didn't have to go out and find and meet the need. What happened? God brought the need to him. He brought it, and he fulfilled it, right? One more time. Your purpose. If you were this light lamp, which hopefully it works with good light bulbs. <laughs> if this is the only thing you were created for, to shine, then you'd want to be plugged in. God created you to shine. 
Not so that you can say, look at me, I'm so shiny, I'm so pretty, I'm so wonderful, I'm so strong, I'm so handsome, look at my gifts, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. Because many people are abusing the gift that God has given to them. Your gift, you're meant to shine. But shining, it's not for you, right? So go ahead and open your bag. Thanks, Daniel. What do we got in our bags this morning? It's a lifesaver. Ah. I believe in supporting your local dentist. So I gave you candy this morning. But you know what I like about this candy? Ah, wait a second. It's the name. What was part of our text for Adam? What was his job? To name everybody. By random or chance? That's not how, that's not how Jewish people work. A name given to identify, a name to assign a function, and a name to give destiny. See, God is a lifesaver. And when accepted and when connected, your function also then becomes to be a lifesaver. 1 Peter 4.10, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. No matter how hard we try, you see, this morning, many of us, we keep running into a brick wall. And you know why? From the time we're born, from that beautiful time, I don't know if you remember, I do, coming out of the birth canal is a glorious day. <laughs> Doctor spanks the butt, cuts the umbilical cord, right? Woo, here I am, world. From that moment, you know what started happening? The devil started lying from day one. Life is about you. Life is about you. Life is about what you want. Life is about your needs. You need to focus on you. You need to meet your needs. You need to be happy. You need to be satisfied. And the crazy thing is, no matter how many times I eat, man, I get hungry again. And I try. I try. I do. There are times where I eat and overeat and overeat. And then the next day I wake up and I'm hungry all over again. See, spiritually this morning, that's what we're doing. And I don't know if you can see that within yourself. Many of us are putting so much effort into the things, into the lies that Satan lies to us every single day about. We're never meant to be alone. Being alone, spiritually, physically, it does things to our brains. But more than physical, Let's get past the physical part. Spiritually, God says, don't be alone. You're part of something bigger. Acts 1-8, one more time. You receive power. So turn to your neighbor and say power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Joel 2.28, after doing these things, I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all people. Sons, daughters will prophesy. Old men dream dreams. Young men see visions. And so as we start this theme, gifted, 
gifted. Does anybody remember what is defined? Having exceptional talent or physical ability. But you know what we're going to do this morning? We're going to change the definition of what Google says gifted is. Gifted, Google, define having exceptional talent or physical ability. And so in our theme, our new translation, it's having exceptional talent but a greater spiritual ability. Having exceptional talent but even greater spiritual ability. Make no mistake, God has put you here to change the world. We all have a part. There are tons of different gifts and talents. But if the body doesn't operate together, the body doesn't work. You will never find what you're looking for until you're plugged into his body. Until you're acting, moving, pursuing, stirring, developing every single gift that God has given to you. God came here. God gave his one and only son to save us from sin, death, punishment, to become that lifesaver. As Adam named every one of those animals, he said, here is your new identification card. All of us in here, I think, have identification cards, driver's license, and it says who you are. And so for many of us, that name has been important to us for a long, long time. This is me. This is who I am. This is how I roll. But if you're not spiritually identifying with the Heavenly Father and the giver of spiritual gifts, and you're going to miss it every single time. And so the question this morning is, are you gifted? Yes, all of us are. But are you moving? Are you seeing? Are you developing the things that God has placed in you? And this is where we're moving. And this is where we're going. Because this is how God needs us in 2023 to do our part. Spiritually gifted. So this morning as we wrap up and close, we're going to go about our day. As you walk out this morning, understand and know and, and feel and think. You are gifted. You truly are gifted in so many different ways. In your heart, mind, and soul, God has made you to be a gifted being, exceptional, spiritual talent above and beyond. And so through this thing, we ask God, God, open our eyes. God, help, to, help me to see the spiritual things that you've placed inside of me. And maybe I have a clue. And maybe I understand some of those spiritual gifts. God, but develop them. God, help these gifts to grow that I may be a lifesaver in this community, God, that you've placed me in.